0: Um, I believe it is March number 16, and I am here again, uh, Tom, with uh, with Patrick, and uh, we're with you all week on the, on the podcast here, and we've been having some good conversations on two different scripture passages from the Old Testament, so today we're going to um, dive into the New Testament, but before we do that, so Patrick, what has kind of been your like victory point story? I know on Monday you talked about it a little bit, but do you have anything else you want to add to your victory point story.
1: Yeah. So, um, Courtney and I first started coming here. Um, few family members of hers had come here. Um, and so then when we were dating, I, we had joined them and, um, really, really liked it kind of felt at home. Um, we weren't, uh, any, every Sunday by any means for the first little while, um, tried a few different churches in the area. Um, as we were, building our marriage and everything else and we always came back here um and i think that that was um obviously it's for a reason um but i think it was the realness the realness of the sermons and the realness of the people um there was never a time here where um, i didn't feel welcome or that i felt like there was anybody talking judging me or Mm -hmm. talking behind my back or anything Um, and Courtney and I are
0: ecstatic to be here. Hmm. Very cool. And you have your three boys now, right? And so I heard you use the word real, right? The realness of the people right here and the realness of our leadership. Okay. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. That's one reason why Lori and I stay as well. As well. Cool. Now on a different note, okay. So way back, I don't know how old you were, but what was your very first job that you remember? (laughs) I would say my
1: very first job were obviously outside of mowing the lawn or picking up pine cones. I was a bag boy (laughs) at D&W. Oh
0: my. Mm -hmm. D&W like the one in in Holland there? No, I actually grew up north side of Grand Rapids. So this was on the corner of
1: Plainfield and Four Mile. Wow. Northtown D&W.
0: So you were a bag boy. Did you like get to walk the bags and the carts out to the I did, and we never could
1: take a tip. No,
0: you were told not to take a tip. Would people offer you some? Yep, every once in a while people would. And and you would have to say no? Correct. Wow. Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you ever pack any interesting things into your bags? (laughs) I don't think so. Okay.
1: Um, I mean, I unloaded groceries into some not so clean vehicles. Oh, I bet. But I bet, I bet. Yeah. Okay. No, The one thing that I still remember to this day that I learned at DNW was when someone asks you where something is, you stop what you're doing and you take them to it, mm. directly to it. You don't say it's aisle eight down at the bottom halfway. You walk them to it.
0: Interesting. And
1: still, like if Courtney and I will be at a store and I ask somebody, they're like, oh, it's on down aisle 15. And I'll look at her and I'll just grimace. Oh, oh. They should have walked me right to it. A... <laughs> they weren't
0: trained as well as you were Correct. trained, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Huh. Yep. Well, very cool. Bag boy. Yep. North side of Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. And here you are now in, Ze- live in Zealand, I'm guessing? Yeah, we're West Olive. West Olive, okay. Yep. Building. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. <laughs> All right. So today we are diving into 1 Corinthians 10, the first 13 verses. And... um I told Patrick before we push record here that this is this is a little bit more difficult, at least for me, to, to pull some things out of it. It was more, not as like encouraging as maybe Isaiah was or Psalm, the book of Psalms was yesterday. <laughs> but hey, we're gonna give it a try. First Corinthians ten verses uh, one through thirteen. Here we go. I'm reading from the New International Version. For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and that they all passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and that rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them. Their bodies were scattered in the wilderness." And do not grumble as some of them did and were killed by the destroying angel. These things happen to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the culmination of the ages has come. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted... He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. All right, I'm going to have you go first on this one, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
1: I think it obviously it's the the last couple la- or uh, verses that stood out to me. So I had underlined in my Bible. Um, so if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was not necessarily a punch to the fit to the gut, but it was kind of, you know, even when you feel like you're spiritually sound or, um, in a good place, um, don't get comfortable, um, continue pressing through, continue pushing harder and digging in harder and then, um, and increasing your faith and your, um, spiritual knowledge. Um, and then along with that, um that, you know, there, uh, there was a little bit, there's comfort in the fact that, you know, it says God will never allow the amount of temptation to be greater than you can handle. Um, And I know that God's got a whole lot of faith in me because there's a lot of temptation that is, I, I don't know how he can think that I can handle that. And that is just crazy hmm. that, you know, he knows that you're what you can handle. And so if he knows what you can handle, then that means there's nothing that can tempt you away from him. Right, right. Um, and there's comfort, but also challenge in that. Yeah. Um, to hold yourself accountable um, and to not allow yourself um, to fall.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: You know, and Satan's taking his shot daily. Um, oh my goodness, he is. And if we're not, if we're not feeding the our spiritual relationship,
0: we're feeding the wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. when we become more vulnerable, right, right? To Satan and his schemes. Yep. I had written watch out too, you know, and I had circled verse 12, which is the one that you mentioned right away. Yep. You know, we have to watch out as Christians. Because if, if we think we're standing firm and start getting arrogant in that, like prideful, right. like I'm doing pretty good. Right. Okay. That's when he's gonna ding you, right? That's when you're gonna that's when you're gonna fall. Right. And I think I was a little confused at the beginning. In verse 10, 11, up in there, that area, I'm oh, sorry, not verse 10, verse 1 and 2, because I'm like, they were under the cloud and then they passed through the sea. Like at first when I read those, those sounded like they were negative things. But then as I thought about them, I'm like, I think those were, I think the cloud might refer to that pillar of cloud that the Israelites followed during the day and mm-hmm. night. You know, it was like a pillar of fire. And, the, and then the fact that they passed through the sea, of course, that would be the Red Sea, Yep. right? And those are like, miracles those like amazing fat, uh, feats of god's presence and strength and power right. and they experienced god they experienced these good things and they were probably pretty feeling pretty good that hey look at this we got god on our side he split the sea for us he he, he leads us around with this cloud but then what happened to him Verses six or ten right right the idolaters and sexual immorality, and they were testing Christ, and they were grumbling, and they, they kind of succumbed, mm-hmm. right? Even though they had experienced all those wonderful things, they could have been feeling pretty good about themselves. Eh, we got God on our side. Right. And then, boom, idolaters, sexual immorality, grumbling, testing Christ. We have to watch out, don't we? Yep. Yes. Yep. Temptation is real. Okay, temptation Correct. is real. And years ago, and I just I just pulled this out of my Bible last night. Years ago, somebody gave me this little half sheet, well, just one side of a piece of paper here, and it was called Satan's Opportune Time, and it was from uh, a gentleman in our previous church that that gave this to me, and um, it, and it's just it was just it's just very wise. It says, uh, "But hitting us when we're weak is just one of Satan's strategies." Okay? and I think according to first Corinthians when we're thinking we're standing firm that could be a weak time right uh, the following are five of the most opportune times for Satan's attack and this is immediately after a great blessing or a victory from the Lord is when he tends to attack more right after you've experienced a great wonderful thing in your family or mm-hmm. in your church then that's when he attacks or immediately before a great blessing or victory from the Lord, I thought that was interesting. He'll attack even more because he knows something good's gonna happen. Or when we're all physically or emotionally drained, that's another time when he attacks hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're waiting on the Lord for something, you're trying to figure out something from the Lord, he attacks then. And then the fifth thing was like, when you're in the house of God, like hey, when, when you're when you're with God's people, he doesn't like that. Right. And so that's another opportune time when Satan attacks and when he attempts. And yeah, temptation is real. Mm-hmm. Satan will will use that.
1: Yep. Yeah. I've asked uh, a few of my friends um, what the hardest day of the week is. And almost all of us are in unanimous decision that it's Sunday mornings. Wow. That Sunday mornings are just crazy with young families yes. and trying to get out the door and Got wrong shoes on wrong kids, and you crying forget a kid kids. and crying. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's I was and, in that and, spot at one that's, time, and that's that's Satan, yeah. You know, he doesn't want us to go to church, he mm-hmm. doesn't want to raise these kids in the church, he right. wants them easy pickings. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, after I think it was our oldest was baptized, someone in the congregation came up to me and said. You gotta pour on the prayers thick. That Satan's coming now. he mm. doesn't like what you just did, mm. and that was kind of like a, oh no! I, <laughs> like I don't what? want that. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want that. that. No. What happened? To, you know yeah. what did I just do to my sweet innocent boy? I know, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know it's it's real. You know and real. that he doesn't like that kind of stuff. No. Yep.
0: Nope. But, but, but like you said, and like 1 Corinthians says here. Uh, he will always provide a way out, right? He'll always provide a way so that you can endure it. Mm -hmm. um, And he won't let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. There's always that way out, which, which, which is a comfort to me. Right. Okay. So it's totally my fault if I fall into that temptation because there was a way out. Right. I could have closed the book. I could have turned off my computer screen or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. um, yes. Or I think the biggest one that we all have is put the phone down. Yes, exactly. Yep. And pay attention to what's going on around you. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> oh, my. So as we wrap up on this Wednesday here, what could we leave our listeners with?
1: Hmm. I think the big thing to remember is that you know, we, we have temptation every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but know that it's not more than what we can bear. And that if we, um, I know there was, uh, in, uh, I think it was I'm trying to think what verse it was, um, uh, in previous earlier this week that, you know, there's, there's nothing that is, um, too small to pray for, mm. you know, you're, when you pray for, Um, to help God through, help you get through a temptation, um, it's something as simple as, um, help me to be present with my children, help me to be present at the dinner table. Um, help me to have a calm mind on the way to work in the morning on the commute. Um, there's temptations through all of that, Mm -hmm. um, that don't even necessarily view as a temptation, but, um, you can change your mood very quickly if you allow yourself to be mad that the guy didn't use his turn signal in front of you or whatever
0: to just slow down Mm -hmm. and yeah. So as we go into our Wednesdays, may we all be just hyper aware, right? Of when Satan is using just those, even the smallest things Mm -hmm. to kind of get us off our kingdom work, Right. right? And our kingdom mission. So, all right, folks, thanks for listening for another day. And we will hopefully see you back here next uh, day. Well, not, i would to say next week, but tomorrow, which is Thursday. All right. Have a great day. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God.